Hey besties, welcome hey. back to Hindsight is 3030. We are your host, Danielle. And Kristen. First off, we are recording for the first time in the morning. Eh, 11. That's close enough. The morning. It's morning somewhere. Yeah. We're both drinking coffee. Yes. I'm drinking, I don't even know what this is. I was going to be like, let's share what we're drinking. <laughs> Mine was peppermint mocha because tis the season. Yeah. Although I did get it from Dunkin' because it was just more convenient for my drive over than it was Starbucks. Yeah. Even though I do love me a Starbucks peppermint mocha. Duncan's was where I was at today. I, Not sponsored. Yeah. I don't like anything mint flavored, but yeah, I just did like a basic, I made mine at home. Um, I did a basic Nespresso pod with a little bit of caramel syrup in it. And I like did a DIY of the Starbucks sweet cream cold foam. She's so talented. Stuff. So talented. Yeah. My coffee's already cold. So sad day. That's where we're at today. <laughs> That's where we're at today. Let's just jump into today's topic. Today we are talking about boundaries. So I brought this topic up right before we started recording and I've already, I'm already heated. <laughs> You're already triggered. Yeah. So I came up with this topic. I mean, obviously it's something that we wanted to talk about. This kind of like hit me that I really wanted to talk about it sooner rather than later because of some events that have happened in the past couple of weeks to me that's teaching me that I really need to start setting boundaries because all it does is hurt me mm -hmm. in the end if I don't set them. I'm not going to be vague about what's mm -hmm. going on. So if anyone feels offended on what I'm about to say, because you know me in real life, <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. This is me setting a boundary this that I'm going to be expressing how I feel. because creating a space that's... Yeah, because you have spent the last 12 years expressing how you feel. Oh boy. Everyone buckle up. Let's go. <laughs> Sassy Danielle. <laughs> I love it. Is out. Okay. So let's backtrack. 12 years. Has it really been 12 years? Yeah, 12, 12 years. years. Yeah, it was 19. Oof. Wow, so 12 years ago, my dad and my mom split up and there was cheating involved. And I'm not going to obviously air out all of the dirty laundry, but that's why my dad left because he cheated. So for the past 12 years, everyone that I know and people that I don't know have felt the need to express how they feel about how the situation was handled. Even though they were not there, they were not in it, they were not directly the, involved. Right. They were not the six people that it affected because it's my family is my mom and dad and I have three sisters so there's six of us all together and literally we were the only people we are the only people that should have any say on what happened and who handled it one way or the yes. other or anything yeah like so so I have a really good relationship with my dad I also have a really good relationship with my mom. It wasn't always like that. It was really hard and it took a lot of work, but I was always close to my dad. And the reason I am, I do have a good relationship with my dad is because right after me, my parents had twins. So when, while my mom was busy taking care of twins, me as a two-year-old, I was always hanging out with my dad and it just kind of continued from there. But I always had a really good relationship with my mom too. Once I got a little bit older, my mom and I are very similar. So we did go through a stint where I was like, you don't get it. Like as if, you know, your parents are never young and, you know, typical teenager, young adult bullshit is what it is. But I always had a good relationship with my dad. And then my dad left and I had to figure out different things than my sisters had to because they didn't have the same relationship with my dad as I did. But they still had a really good relationship with him because my dad is one of those people who like everybody loves him. He will always make you laugh. He's always there for you. Like he's a really good guy. He just made a really bad decision and here we are i'm 
definitely I'm healed from this. So it's like, I'm, I'm good to like talk about it. But so when my dad left, he handled it really, really bad. And him and I have already talked about this. So I'm not putting him on blast. It's, I'm not saying anything that he hasn't already heard before. <laughs> he handled it really, really bad, which caused him to not have great relationships with my sisters. And so my sisters have chosen to not really have him in their lives. I have one of one of my sisters has completely cut contact. I have one sister that'll kind of talk to him. And then I have another sister who will kind of talk to him a little bit more. And then I have a full relationship with him. Like, for example, I was literally just at his house last night. I still hang out. Everyone around me has, feels the need that they need to tell me their opinion on how we should be, we as my sisters and my mom, we should have, should have and should now act around my dad. They all think that my sisters are dumb for not having a relationship with him because they don't think what he did was a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. As if that's how they feel. Right. And you have to think about it this way too. We were all older, so we understood what was happening. I was 19. My other sisters were 17 and 14. We're all, I mean, okay, obviously the 14 year old isn't considered an adult. We all have adult brains at that point. We know what the heck is going on. So completely clueless. Right. Right. It's not like we were, you know, five. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, dad's not here anymore. Right. Like, like, and you're not aware and no one's telling you what's yeah, going on. Right. But yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that like just went on. That's just kind of like set the scene is I'm just going to say my dad handled it really poorly and he just didn't know. He just didn't have the right tools to handle it in the moment. And so he just it, left. And it's not even how it is now. Where no. There's more open discussion. Yeah. And the re- it, that was again, 12 years ago. Right. It was 12 years ago. Like right when it's all happening, everyone's emotions are hot. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember there was like one day I literally screamed at my dad. So like so hard that I lost my voice. It's just shit you do. Like. Right. You're trying to process and trying yeah. to understand. Right. Like I literally wrote my dad a letter just telling him how much of an asshole he was for like a page and a half. That's just what we were going through at the time. So the reason I bring all this up is because I've never set a boundary that to other people that I don't want to talk about this because it's not their fucking business. And I've allowed it to go on for 12 years. And I mean, even like in the moment, Everyone was so good to me, but I think it was also because I was very open with other people, like my family members and stuff about what was going on where like my three sisters kind of like shut down, which is just who they are. And yeah, and that's fine because I just am very like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I will tell you like it is if you hurt me kind of thing. (laughs) It will be made known. Oh yeah. You will know that you (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) So I was able to like, and I also had like better relationships with some of the family members that I was like reaching out to than my sisters did, which is totally fine. Like every, I feel like every kid, they might grow up in the same household, but they don't grow up in the same household. They grow up with different, I read this somewhere. Yeah, they grow up with different, different yeah, they grow up with different parents. Like they are the same parents, but they're different parents. For each child. Exactly. Each child challenges something about them and Mm -hmm. brings out something different. Yeah. And I feel like that even just extends into like extended family. Like I feel like because I had different relationships with like my aunts and uncles than like all my sisters did. And like they had different relationships with certain aunts and uncles that I didn't have relationships with. So it's like, it just depends on your experience Mm -hmm. and whatever. So I was like super supported but like as the years go on like people still feel the need to bring this stuff up and it's gotten to the point where like it drives me to drink and I don't want to be that person because then all it does is hurt my it only hurts me because then I'm the one hung over for the next three days (laughs) because I'm old (laughs) 30s y'all yeah so starting now 
actually starting a month ago because this is when this like all this is when like I like realized that this is what I needed to do because I had someone who is a complete stranger come up to me at thing we were at to tell me that she thinks that my mom and sisters handled my dad leaving poorly Mm. all because they don't talk to my dad well one why the fuck would my mom talk to my dad and my mom my mom and dad are fine they can be in the same room they don't tear their head they don't tear each other's heads off they talk like they were both at my graduation they literally talked through the whole ceremony thanks for that <laughs> i mean yeah they just like chit-chatted caught up they can be civil yeah they are totally civil now 12 years ago no but any breakup right there's you can't after those years together yeah you can't if you just even can yeah if you even think about it as like you breaking up with like a partner even if you haven't been married for years and years and years or have kids or anything but even just like a breakup there's no way that you should be in communication as soon as you break up like you need time away to like both figure your shit out my parents are civil my sisters have made their decision on how much or how little communication they want with my dad and that is all their decision because guess what they are adults they're adults and they had different relationships as right. you said with your dad versus how you had right yeah so like even before like all this happened like I've, like we all had different relationships with my dad so like i totally get like where they're all coming from and my sisters and i were all so different mm-hmm. that of course we're all going to decide different things that are going to be best for us right And when people come up to me and they're like, I have, you know, I want to make commentary on your parents' failed marriage. Mm. I literally think to myself, my sisters got it right by cutting off communication because this is miserable (laughs) because then I have to answer for their choices, which is not fair. Or these people think that like you have to answer and you have to explain why. And they almost, it almost comes across as like, they're trying to hold you accountable yes. as like the oldest and the one that does have the best relationship to speak up for your father mm-hmm. and be like, you need to work on their relationship. You need to encourage them to have this. You right. need, you <clears throat> need, you need. And it goes, no, actually I don't have to. Right. Like we're all adults. I don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that my dad didn't do in the beginning, unfortunately now it's just, he has to accept accept the bed he made yeah and I think he's finally starting to do that I know it hurts him but like Mm -hmm. you made a decision these are the consequences and these are your consequences and unfortunately like it is what it is it just is it is what it is so random stranger told me that she thinks that they are handling it wrong and then goes on to say, well, my parents cheated on each other and they're still happily married. Well, this isn't the same situation. Absolutely not. And good for you. <laughs> like what, what in any of that statement made you think that that was like a good thing for me to hear? Right. Like, like I don't how care. How that, was that supposed to be yeah, helpful? Like, right. It's like, because my parents are not married. Right. They've been. And they made that decision that what was right. best for them was to separate right. and yeah. go on their separate yeah. ways. Like they separated 12 years ago. My dad got remarried six years ago. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Whatever. was. Should my dad have left before anything happened with his now wife? Of course. I don't have a fucking time machine, though. You know? And he is his own person who can make his own decisions. Right. Yeah. So as of now, I have made the boundary that... 
this is the thing. I think I always, I never wanted to set this boundary with anyone because I've always been viewed in my family as the emotional one, aka the crazy one. That's a, see, now that to me is crazy. Yeah. I don't feel that way. But okay, go on. And I, I've always been scared for me to be like, can we please not talk about this? Because I know in their head, they're going to mm-hmm. be like, whoa. Right. Like, oh, she's getting emotional. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I am. And I don't want to. And I don't want to drink myself into a stupor over your dumbass comments. Right. Just to handle this invasion right. of a boundary that I didn't realize I need to set till right. now. Right. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like, I've decided, and we're going to talk about this in, a, in another episode, but I've decided to, I, that I'm sober now. Like, I don't want to drink. It's just not something that I'm interested in doing. And that's a whole other boundary that is going to be tested over and over and over again. Because yeah. people don't know how to, how to, how that affects, I, I don't know. We'll yeah. go into We'll it go into it another episode. Yeah. Too, <laughs> how people handle their shit. Yeah. So yeah, I just think it's important to set boundaries and I don't know. I felt like it was really freeing. Like when I finally realized like, Hey, I can tell someone to just fuck off. Absolutely. And at and this say, point. I, I don't care what they... No. They can go behind my back and be like, well, she's crazy. Well, they're going to do that anyway. Right. Regardless of what you say or right. don't say, they're going to have... They already have their pre, preconceived notion of you or the situation. And so you commenting or not commenting, they're still going to have their opinion and they're going to say what they're going to say anyway. And they right. might already think what you're going to say anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... And obviously everyone is already talking behind my back anyway because they have all these opinions. Clearly. And whatever. I just don't see... In this situation, like with my, my sisters and I, I feel like there's no wrong answer to if you want a relationship with, them, with if they want a relationship with our dad, if they don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like their choice is their choice and that's the right choice for them. And I hate that people have an opinion that there's a wrong choice because yeah. there's not in this situation. And like, it's fucking messy. Relationships in general right messy yeah because we're humans and we're emotional and right. we react the way that we do yeah and it's like and you can't treat stuff like it's black and white when it's not it, at the all it's not and people who still believe that are just yeah like up call yeah exactly so I, don't know, I think boundaries are super hard when you're not used to making them especially yeah i feel like in the generation we grew up in yeah. i feel like it's really really hard because i feel like I don't know. We were just like always put into situations where like we had to be open or we mm-hmm. had to share and it's a whole new concept I think to to think to say it's okay not to overshare. It's okay yeah. not to waste your time and energy with people that don't deserve that. Right. And it's okay to set that boundary. Right. And I know that's super hard for me how I grew up and who I am as a person. Because when I started to realize that I needed to set boundaries with that toxic person in my life way back when, like, it was so hard. Mm-hmm. It was so hard because you don't want them to be offended. You don't want anybody that you're setting a boundary with to, to feel a certain type of way. But you ha- it comes to a point where you have to not care in a way. Yeah. And that takes a lot of time, too. Don't get me wrong. But a boundary is a way for people to have a relationship with you. It's yeah. not a way for... And that's a problem that these people need to understand and wrap their heads around. That by setting a boundary, it doesn't mean that... I don't want you in my life. I don't want this opinion. I don't want this. It's just, this is a way for us to have that relationship and have an open communication. But there are some things that I'm not willing to discuss. There's some things I'm not willing to let down for until they're a, we've reached a point or we just never do. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to have a friendship or relationship with someone and not feel the need to speak about certain things or share certain things. If you don't feel comfortable, if you don't think it's worthy to share with that person. Yeah. Yeah, and I like, it's so funny because I just saw something on Instagram the other day where it's like a toxic person will view a boundary 
as disrespect, Mm -hmm. but a healthy relationship will view it as the best way to love you. Absolutely. I love that. It's true. It is so true. Right. The people that don't like boundaries are the people that can take advantage of you. Oh yeah. And feel the need to. And those that like, what was it? Like manipulative. um, Oh my God. What is the term? Like, oh my God. Narcissist, I guess. Covert narcissist, whatever. Like any kind of abuser of any kind do not like boundaries. They want everything and anything they can take from you. So when you set a boundary with them, they will take it, take it as an offense. Yeah. And it's not, it's not no, no a boundary is a way for people to have a relationship with you. Right. If that's how they're going to see it. And those are probably people you do not want to have in right. your life. Yeah. I view it as I'm telling you that this is what's going to make me feel happy and safe. Right. And if you can't do that, then you don't love me. Absolutely not. I only want to be around people that love me right. for who I am and what I need. Like, right. Because if this, these people care about you, you can set that boundary and they will still respect you yeah. and still love you and still give a shit. And they'll yeah. go, okay, well, that's something they don't want to talk about. Okay. I respect that. Right. And that's yeah. it. And they move on. They don't hold it against you for, no. oh, you don't want to share that with me. Why wouldn't you want to share that with me? Yeah. Because I don't want to. Right. I'm either not ready to or that's just not something that you're going to have for me, at least at this time. Right. Yeah. And it's like you don't. It's not a big deal. No. I think boundaries are really important. They're really, really hard, though. Because I feel like. Yeah. yeah, I feel like especially. Yeah. Like when we were growing up, I feel like the first the first way that we were stripped of our ability to set boundaries is even just our parents making us hug and kiss people goodbye. It's crazy. It takes away your autonomy. Absolutely. And at such a young age. yeah, Yeah. You're like. Well, I have to do this and you can't say no. Right. Why which, don't you give grandma a kiss? Yeah. Give, give them a hug. Give auntie so-and-so who you only met twice a year. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I remember um at a at the time I was at a friend's house and their, one of their family members was leaving and I'd only met like the niece like a handful of times and she was like really young and she's like, oh, give everyone a hug. And she's going around giving everyone a hug. And then she comes to me, she's like, oh, give Kristen a hug. And she just looked at me and was kind of scared because she's never really met me. She's yeah. never been around me. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. Give Kristen a hug. And I go, no, like, it's okay. Like, she doesn't have to. And this was kind of before even something like that kind of even crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, she doesn't look like she wants to. And and that's okay that she doesn't. I'm not someone that's super close with her. And that's okay that she doesn't. And it's so, and like nowadays, like that's kind of now becoming the norm of like, you don't have to. A lot of people I know kind of still see it that way, like force them. But it's like, no, that's a way to teach your children autonomy. That is a way to teach them that forcing that physical touch is not... A thing that should happen. No. Yeah. I would even like, I mean, I've even seen parents like open it up to like, oh, okay, maybe you don't want to give a hug and a kiss, but do you want to give a high five or a fist bump? Or if they want no physical contact whatsoever, do you want to wave? You know, right. like give them the option to set their own boundaries yeah. with their own body. And yeah, it's just like, t- it, you just go through life right. being like, oh, I have to, I have to do these things. Exactly. Like it's like their, their internal, their internal being is screaming like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do mm-hmm. this. Do it, do it from like all these outside forces. I think then that's something that we grow up with then. Oh yeah. So when like someone starts touching you inappropriately, not to say like, that's a big jump. Yeah, I know. But like when someone starts touching you inappropriately, you're like, no, like I I don't want to do wrong. I don't want them to think this kind of way. I'm just going to just take it. I'm not going to do anything or say anything, even though I'm screaming that this is wrong. Yeah. Like it just, it's a great way to eventually, like I said, to start to change how adults are now Mm -hmm. and start teaching children that, you know, when people start doing stuff to you, that's inappropriate or that for whatever reason makes you feel not okay and uncomfortable, you have every right to speak up and say no. Right. And it exactly. just stems from that. So let children set boundaries. And I understand they can't always be setting boundaries. Like, I don't want to have vegetables. Okay, yeah. well, no, because that, <laughs> that's no. my boundary. Right. <laughs> like, obviously, like, there's some things that we have to teach and better better educate. Like, I understand 
but this is something that's you know i don't know i don't yeah. have kids so i can't really go yeah. into all those details right but like you know i would hope you know what we're trying yeah. to say yeah it's just like yeah it starts really young and i feel like even just like as someone in their 30s now like i definitely can look back and see like oh these are the moments that mm-hmm caused me to think that I didn't have and like honestly I feel like I didn't even feel like I was worth setting a boundary until I lost my son Mm -hmm. and then I'm like and even then like I tried to bend and fold myself Mm -hmm. to make other people comfortable let them choke when let them choke I'm grieving and then finally my mom who literally an angel on this earth (laughs) came up to me and said it's not your job mm-hmm. to keep people comfortable. 100%. If they want to be uncomfortable, that's on them. Not that's It's not feel. a reflection of you. 100%. And I was like, oh my God, your mother is so wise. I know. And like, because I mean, like my mom has always been like super great about like my grief process and all that stuff. But like, yeah, it's like it, it made a very, very big and hard event for me to realize like my mental health is worth setting a boundary. Absolutely. So that took 20, 28 years of my life, yeah. almost 29 years of my life. To realize I'm worth saying no. Yeah. So that my feelings don't get hurt. Because I was so scared to hurt other people's feelings. Yes, it's crazy. I know growing up, like, I was, like, the child that... Now, all I realize now, this is just trauma building up. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, I was the easygoing kid. I was Mm -hmm. the one that... Well, we're the oldest. Yeah, we never pushed back. We did exactly what mom and dad said. They told us what to do and what not to, and we did it. And we weren't the problem child because we never questioned anything. We never rebelled against anything. And only realizing now, again, this was an Instagram reel I saw that was like, oh my God, this speaks to me, was just, that was just me suppressing like everything who I was Mm -hmm. to be like essentially the perfect child that didn't, again, question anything, that that didn't cause a ruckus or anything because nothing I was putting out was of value. I didn't want to be labeled as the difficult, I didn't want to be labeled as anything, as a challenge. Mm -hmm. I just want to do what was right. Only realizing now that that stunted my growth and my independence, not my independence, but like just who I am as a person. Right. God, it's just so baffling now the things that like we learn now that like I didn't know as a kid. Right. Even in like relationships too with the people that I have in my life now, like I've, even back, even a couple years ago, I was setting boundaries and I didn't know that's what I was doing. Yeah. Like this one guy friend that I had, like when we had first met, like I had a huge crush on him and come to realize that he didn't feel the same way. Yeah. But we were still friends. We yeah. still would text every once in a while. But I had to realize, okay, like if he's going to be someone that's still in my life because of the people we hang out with, I have to hold, and again, before I even knew what a boundary was, like I have to hold these things in place so I don't fall again into that situation, that mm-hmm. trap. Because, you know, I would t- I would text him and he would sometimes, he'd text me back sometimes or not at all, or it'd be a one-worded response. So he very much gave the impression like he was not interested in that way. Yeah. And so I had to learn to, you know, watch what I text and okay, he's don't make myself so readily available available right because he's not for me no don't put all this effort in when that effort is not being reciprocated and I remember a friend at the time saying well you just gave up on that relationship I mean you didn't try and I go I I did (laughs) I can't control that they're not putting in that they're not reciprocating that why would I set myself up for disappointment all the time yeah like this is a way that I can have him in my life without letting like feelings get in the way anymore right and it's just easy to not expect a text. And then when he does, I'll respond. And sometimes I res- I continue it and sometimes I don't. And again, sometimes he continues, sometimes he doesn't. And it's just a really healthy boundary that I have with him to know that like we're friends and then these lines will not be crossed. Right. Yeah. And that way not, I don't get hurt. I don't know, he doesn't get hurt. And right. so yeah. it's just, but like I said, that was even before that. Right. And they're like, why don't you put more effort in? Because I'm like, there's no point. Yeah. This is what, this is what works for us. Right. And this is what keeps our friendship 
healthy and safe where boundaries don't get crossed yeah. and mine don't get crossed and I don't get hurt. Right. It. Yeah. So it's like, it's definitely, yeah. I, I'd never even thought of it that way of setting a boundary internally with mm-hmm. your, like setting a boundary with yourself mm-hmm. so that other people don't hurt you instead of setting that boundary with a person. Right. To be like, now you can't like, so yeah, it's like a two way street where it's like, oh, now you can't hurt me because I've, I've altered my expectations mm-hmm. to not hurt me. To not set myself up. Yeah. yeah to, to be feel like an idiot. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like I said, if it'd be easy if it just, we didn't see each other, we didn't hang out yeah. and that, I mean, we could just disappear. But right. I mean, I got to the point where like, I didn't make that effort to reach out first. I didn't put that effort in to see something that, oh, I might like that. Like, no, I'll just, I'll save it to the next time I see him and I'll, and I'll show him then. Like, yeah. it's no big deal. Like, yeah. I don't, it's just the way, and I've still carried it to this day. Like, there's reasons why, I don't know, maybe that we're not closer, but at the same time, if we were to get closer, then that could get great. It's fuzzy. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, like, it's, it's your friends. That's the it. Line, yep. Exactly. Lines are not getting crossed. Yep. And, and again, that was all before boundaries were really even a thing. And mm-hmm. like, this, this person, who again, was a very toxic, unhealthy person, couldn't understand that. Yeah. And then trying to set boundaries with that person was a whole other challenge in and of itself because again they just couldn't take it as again this isn't a way for me to shun you out it's a way for me to still maintain a relationship with you but just something that's healthy even you know my therapist brought up a really good point when like especially in situations that are making you make you uncomfortable like you know like let's say you're getting into an argument or they say something that's you know it's starting to get like a little heat or a little frustrated you have every right to say, again, set a boundary. I'm not talking about this with you right now. Let's talk about this at a later time. Yeah. Like it's okay to make that boundary and say, okay, now we're getting to a point. I don't feel comfortable or I don't feel the need to discuss this right now. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy for it. Let's circle back at another time because I want to be present or I want to be able to have this. And and, you know, especially if it's like coming out of the blue and it's like bombarded on you and it's just, you're just sitting there having like lunch and all of a sudden they're like, they say something because this person was notorious for that to just drop Drop these yeah and it just like I would feel so uncomfortable and I wouldn't know what to say Mm -hmm. and then I would just start like scratching like I would just start ragging my brain for like something to say and I'm like and I didn't feel really prepared for that kind of conversation she was just trying to drop on me right and, and that my, was probably the point. Right, exactly. To get me, to, it was a trap to get. to fluster get, you. Yeah. And then to kind of get you to, you know, step what over I'm, your own feet yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So my therapist was like, you have every right to say, you know what? I'm, I'm not having this discussion with you right now. Yeah. Let's, and she's like, and you don't ever have to even have a discussion with them right. if you don't want to, yeah. if you don't feel like they're worth that. Because, and part of it was like, I would always over explain myself to try to get under, and you don't have to. And that's Same. a whole other thing. <laughs> you don't have to over explain yourself either. And that could yeah. be a whole nother thing yeah. that we could do. But yeah, it's just, it's okay to set boundaries and boundaries don't always have to be what you were willing to talk about or not. It can mm-hmm. just be just, again, they're just a way to set yourself for to have relationships with other people. Right. And some people can have more of you than others can. Right. And that's okay. And that's totally fine. And that's, I feel like that's just how it's meant to be. Like there's definitely, I, I view it as having kind of like different circles of trust. Yeah. Just for sure. go, you know, from small to big, you know, yeah. just depending on like, yeah, it's like, I'm not gonna, you know, something I'll tell Kristen, I'm not going to tell, you know, a coworker that I'm friendly with, like there's right a difference, mm-hmm. but there's definitely going to be stuff. But like then, like yeah, the opposite. I might tell that coworker, and I'll also tell Kristen. Like you know, <laughs> it's, it's different. like not it's different. right. It's like there's just like different set of boundaries of like openness right and that's totally fine and you know someone who could be in your inner inner trust circle can also be moved to an and they have no right to 
even if like, be upset. <laughs> right. Well, even if you are like, like I said, super, super close with somebody, even still, if there's something that you, if there's a boundary you need to have with that person, oh, yeah. you are still a hundred percent, even though you guys are super close, you can still set that boundary and yeah. be like, you know, this and this is not something I want to talk about right. Yeah. at this moment. Doesn't mean I don't ever want to talk about it, but right. I'm just not in that place too. Yeah. And again, you have different relationships with different people. So some people get to have that part of you mm-hmm. and some people don't. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Right. And anyone who feels insecure oh well you told so and so or you you have that relationship with so -so. okay great why are you concerned with that right exactly like that doesn't change my relationship with you right i mean you have to look at a lot of like you don't like just because i feel this way about this person i feel comfortable having this boundary or no boundary with this person and i do with you it's just like don't be so insecure and it seems like yeah and i feel like other people get kind of like flustered with that too if they because they don't they want to understand. They want to understand mm-hmm. the other relationship with that other person. Right. It's like you don't. That's not anything you need to worry yourself right. about. Right. It's like, almost like are you threatened by it? Right. Because you shouldn't be. Right. Why waste your time and energy being threatened by a relationship? It just it baffles me. It really right. does. Because so. it's also like because I even think about perspective from like my own like standpoint. It's mm-hmm. like there are things that not that I'm keeping any secrets or anything, but right. there might be stuff that I'll talk to Kristen about. Mm-hmm that but there's also like one of my sister-in-law who's also one of my best friends like maybe i'll talk to her her about something that i won't talk to kristen about because kristen just won't understand right like being a mom or exactly and that's birth that's okay it's okay right and And it's like it's i'm not keeping secrets or being like well i just don't want to tell you it's just like why bring up the conversation when i know that that person can't contribute Mm mm-hmm and I'm not even saying like, oh, because she won't care. No, right. it's not that. No. It's just like, if you can't contribute and I'm actually looking for someone to right. understand what exactly. I'm going through and relate, you know, be able to s- empathize and not just right. sympathize. sympathize. Wow. <laughs> That's a hard. <laughs> words are real hard. It's, you know, <laughs> it's the morning. Yeah. <laughs> You even might have different friends for different things and, and just different relationships too. and that's yeah. okay. And that's not something like I'm ever threatened with. I no. mean, I would, I mean, again, I can't sympathize with that, but I can always just stand here, sit here and listen. Right. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's all I know I can do, but that's okay. And that's also okay that you go, like I, like I said, I'm one of those people that like, if anything happens to me, like there's very few people that I like in that moment I go to to say, hey, this just happened to me and yeah. I don't know how I feel. Right. I mean, a lot of the times it takes me like a couple of days or whatever to process and then I start sharing what yeah. happened and yeah. it's like, oh, by the way, like this happened and that sucked and it just, it is what it is. Right. But again, you know, and I know some people kind of get insecure about they're like well why didn't you tell me and it's like well i'm telling you now right like i that's just how i am like there's very few people in my life that i when i'm in that moment of high emotions that i actually go to and express right away yeah i mean usually half the time i just like sulk and just get and just process it myself and then i go and start sharing and sometimes like i said and i'm one of those people too that i like to share with in person like i'm not a huge person that like will text you hey this big thing happened right like if I'm calling you, then usually it's because I, that big thing happened and I need to talk about it now. Yeah. But most of the time, like I want to do it in person. I want to have that conversation yeah. in person. Yeah. And sometimes like it sucks. Like I said, I don't see you every day. Yeah. So sometimes I wait till I see you and I'm like, this is like what I need to share it's with a, you. It's a travesty that we don't it live is. together, honestly. <laughs> really, really. We need to work on that. <laughs> Conjoined houses. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like even, I mean, even like when you were going through the stuff with that person. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. I mean, I, I didn't know about it until no. after, yeah. which is, and I'm not like, I'm not saying it to be like, why didn't you tell me? You right. know, like it's because but like, I can do that to myself. Why didn't I say anything? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, 
it's also like when you're going through certain things, like sometimes like you just don't know that if you can reach out or yeah, like just, there might be a fear. I mean, obviously there's like, I feel like there's nothing, there'd be no fear in between like the two of us, but no. there might be a fear of like reaching out to someone and not knowing if they'll, if by giving them this information, mm-hmm. if then they think that they now have the, um, ability to cross a boundary with right. you because you gave them certain information. Right. And I, and with that toxic person, I 100% like would share everything and I would just be left feeling like terrible and yeah. just horrible. And I just, and I began to feel like I can't share anything with this person right. because I don't feel good afterwards. Yeah. Like I don't feel like how I should feel. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I need someone to enable me in any way, shape or form, but just to even like listen. But like when you start to, when I start to feel worse yeah. after I've shared this stuff, like, and I just had to develop a boundary and said, I can't share this thing like that. Like there was just certain topics became very aware that don't bring up, yeah. just don't bring up with this person. And they would ask, they would be like, Oh, how so-and-so, how are you feeling about this? And I would just keep it very casual. Like the, there's like a psychological term that was like gray rock or something like that, where you just become literally a gray rock. You just keep it gray. You don't say any emotion. You don't share too much. You just keep it very bland, essentially. It's very much like, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm doing well. Yeah. Like I just would cut it off because that was a boundary. And I mean, I could have, I could have done, I mean, I just didn't feel comfortable. It's like, Boundaries are still very, very new. Like yes. the word was very new. So yeah. it was very hard to be like, listen, I'm not talking about this with you. Point blank. It just, I would tiptoe around it. And just like I said, I'd become a gray rock. Like yeah. I'm not sharing this with you. And I, I'm afraid of your backlash yeah. if I be honest with you. So it's just, it's fine for all you know, I'm over it. And I don't want to talk about it. Right. Because yeah. there's no sense of. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard because I, it, she was someone that I thought I could open up to. And I did. And I learned that that was the, a mistake to have done because yeah. they weren't capable of holding that space for me. Yep. And quickly, again, with the help of my therapist, to set a boundary with and yep. just know that this is not okay and they're continue, continuing to violate it. And that, again, is a problem yep. that it took me a while to understand. Yep. I just want to say that the OG best friend wins out again. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh. So that's pretty much it. I hope we um, helped. Yeah. I I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I like these kind of just kind of not structured, essentially vent sessions. I don't know. I feel like I get more out of a podcast episode when people are just like sharing mm-hmm. what they're going through and it not being like, this is what you do. This is what this right. is. You know, it's like, I don't, I'm not. Like, here's a story. Yeah. And let's kind of group yeah. it into the bigger general picture right. yeah, of exactly. what boundaries are. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. So yeah, if you like, you know, the direction of the podcast is going, please let us know. There are Google forms galore down mm-hmm. in the down bar for suggestions, questions. Like if you want to suggest a topic, um, if you have any questions for there us, rant and rave. yeah, yeah. And anything. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, if we maybe, I think when we hit like maybe episode like 25, we'll do a Q and a, that'd be fun. Um, so, and I'll post like stuff on Instagram and all that for that. It's fun stuff. But yeah, if you have any suggestions or questions, you can always leave them down in the Google form. The, um, our email is also down there. If you just want to email us instead of, if you think Google forms are stupid, Hmm. I just discovered them and I think they're great. But yeah, if you don't like them, you can always just shoot us an email as well. My social media links are also down below. So if you want to follow me because my Instagram was hacked and I am rebuilding my following. So please follow my Instagram. (laughs) Shameless plug. 
Um, my Twitter's down there too, even though I know Twitter is dying. So that's fine. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week on Hindsight is 3030. Bye. Bye, besties. This has been a Danielle Marie Media Production.